Howdy and welcome to Laptop Empire's podcast. I'm Mike, he's Bobby, and today we've got a special guest, Brian McCarthy from marketingwithbrian.com is here to talk to us about case studies. And I, for one, am really excited about this one because Brian is, a, you know, is in a mastermind with Chris. We just actually talked about the mastermind y'all are in on the podcast not too long ago. But so that's right. any, yeah. anybody that's a good buddy of, of Chris's is, you know, good peeps in our eyes. So I'm excited about that. But case studies are so dang powerful. Um, and I've seen it and I've never really taken the time to do this really uh, in my own business. But I know just the power of how one case study can just bring you so much work and so much social proof for the results you're able to get and take you from, you know, being maybe like an, a relatively unknown person, especially in the freelance world to being like, look, I can do stuff there. Here's proof. So I'm really excited about this because one, it's, I know the power of it. It's not something I've done a whole lot. So I, I'm always excited when I get to be the student on the show. So Brian, thank you so much for being here, man. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then let's dive into it and I'll kind of intro the topic once you've done that. All right. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I've been a copywriter five or six years now. Um, I've worked with, I did a lot of like product launches before, worked with clients like Ramit Sethi, James Shramko, doing, you know, email funnels and sales pages and all that kind of stuff. And as I was a couple of years ago, was, Ramit had me redo his case studies and I was like, this is a ton of fun. I love doing these. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, were, they were, were super valuable for our launches and like even building engagement in all these different areas. And then I was realizing like case studies are super powerful. They're really fun to make and no, like, nobody has them. Or if they have them, they're really not very good. So I just really dove into how to make the absolute best case studies that I could. And I've just really been focused on that for about a year and a half now. I'm curious, what, what did you do before this? Because this is such like a, a, a niche thing, you know, like what, before you even got into copywriting, like what were you, oh, what were you doing? Before I was into copywriting, I was doing that thing when you're 20, in your 20s and broke and trying to figure out what the hell to do with your life. And hey, then you a bunch of personal development books. And one of them says, hey, if you want to make money, get into copywriting or sales. And you go, <laughs> talking to people is scary. Fuck that shit. I'll try writing. And then you <laughs> become a copywriter. <laughs> That is such awesome. a great answer. <laughs> um, oh man, that's funny. No, that's that's interesting. Yeah, Bobby's a former teacher, and I'm a I'm a former lawyer. I get technically still, I guess. But so we, you know, we know that kind of like getting out of the corporate world, or the for me, where it's like, man, I spent so much money on education to never have a dang clue what I wanted to do with my life. Like even, you know, passing the bar, still feeling like lawyer, eh, maybe not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I can, was in this like corporate job where like I could literally I'd walk in the building, I could feel like my soul just being like, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't walk through those doors. It's fucking terrible in there. And I'd look around the office. It's just these people that just like have no I'm just like, I don't want to end up like that. Like, they're, right. They're, yeah. They're just, being, like, they're just cashing checks. They don't give a shit. And I'm just like, this is lame. I want out. Yeah, I feel like that is like the, you know, speaking of like case studies or well, maybe not case studies, but just like telling your story. Maybe it's about pages. I feel like everyone we know that's like really crushing it online has a story about the soul sucking job they were yeah. in and how <laughs> they saw somebody or somebody's and were like, that cannot be my life 10 years from now and just bounced like that's yeah. the catalyst almost every time. That's what happened. I, I actually remember seeing uh, when I was a band director, I saw this other guy that was like probably like 45 doing the exact same thing that I do. And I was looking at him. I was like, Oh my God, like, it's so sad. Like, I don't want, I don't want that to be me. And I, I mean, I feel bad for that guy. Cause like clearly he was doing it at that age, but like that was, I couldn't do it. I was like, man, I, can't, I just can't be in this career forever. So it's crazy. What would we, I don't know what we would all do with like, without the internet had it not shown up, oh, you know, like I would we'd just be screwed. Life. Yeah. You know, like what life. would we do? I don't know. It, I that's go and open up a bakery. I'd be fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, that's fair. That's, good. that's pretty good. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to dive into this, the actual topic today. I mean, we're going to talk about why case studies are great. Because I said they're great. You said they're great. Let's explain why they're great, right? Especially because I'm a perfect example of this. Like I've had so many great stories of clients that have accomplished amazing things and I've not taken the time to create a case study, you know, and, and it's, it's dumb. Like I know it's worth it, but it's just when I'm listing my priorities that never becomes one of them. So I think it's important to cover like why it's great. And then maybe you can explain why I'm a dumbass for not making the time for it. Right. <laughs> and then, then what I really want to dig into more than anything on this episode is you, you and I were talking about the parts of your, your, the person you're doing the study, like the case study for, like the parts of their story, like what parts of the story do you really need to pull out, the questions you need to ask, those sorts of things. Because I think, I think that's really key. And that, that's, I think there's another element to this of just like not knowing what to do. And so just not doing it, right? And this even goes even beyond case studies. Like case studies can be these big intimidating things, but like all of these same principles are going to apply to like testimonials. Like, hey, yeah. can you record a video about how badass our course is, you know, or, or the amazing results I got you? And people are like, oh, what do you, what should I talk about? And it's like, I don't know, just like compliment me and tell other people to hire me. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so that's, that's the plan. I'll let you take it from there. Cool. Yeah. So we'll start with, yeah, why case studies are great. It's like exactly what you said. Like one great case study can, like that can make your career. If you have one incredible story, the thing that comes to mind immediately when you said that, I don't know if you saw the, the Diamond Dallas Page yoga case study video that went viral a couple of years ago of this like super overweight dude. Who, oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah, couldn't even walk, army veteran. And then he started doing yoga every day and he like took a video of it of himself. And they turned it into this super inspiring move, like little oh, yeah, three minute that video one. that like made everybody cry and got millions of views. And it's like, okay, how's that for brand awareness? Like one story and now people know that this is a company, this is a thing. For sure. And so, and what you were talking about of like, yeah, you've got all these incredible stories, but it's always like, you know, number eight on the to-do list. So you just never get around to it. That's exactly yeah. what everybody, like all of my clients, everyone I 
talk to like that's that's everyone's problem it's all like oh yeah i've got these other things to deal with but yeah having those stories is just so important because then you can be like okay you find when you have those stories it helps you get clear on who your ideal customers are it's like oh yeah these are the people i like working for these are the results i can get for them and then it's super simple once you find those people to be like hey you have this problem here's exactly how i did that for someone else do you want me to do that for you and it just becomes a no-brainer of like, well, yeah, of course, let's, let's, let's do this. Right, right. So what do you tell people? Like if you're, because I, like you mentioned that, that objection, I mean, there's one objection to this and it's like, hey, there's so many other things I got to do, yeah. right? And, it, and it's just, it's one of those things that you just don't, you do not prioritize this. Like, well, not you, but like, you know, like people yeah. don't prioritize this. I'm a perfect example of that. Yeah. And yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, this would be great. I should do this. Yeah. So like, what, how do you emphasize that importance or illustrate that for people when you're like, cause you're, I mean, that's what you do, right? So beyond yeah. just saying like, Hey, let me do it for you. Like, is there, is there anything that's just like, this is, this is why it's so transformational and you need to do this well usually i'll try to tie it to something that you're doing it's like hey you've got a launch coming up wouldn't it be helpful to have you know four awesome mm. case studies showing the success of your students instead of these just kind of like testimonials or pointing out like hey we just got these testimonials from these guys that took your you know course on how to start a business since then they're doing million dollar launches and we're not telling this story like what we've got so much just showing them right. like the great, like remind them of all, all the incredible stories and proof that they have and being like, so shouldn't, shouldn't people know about this <laughs> or just, yeah, tying it to something specific they're doing and be like, look, you know, maybe another way that these are really useful is like if people have a sales team or customer support um, mm -hmm. and people email them questions, you can be like, oh, you sound like Bobby who we helped and here's our case study. Yeah. And so just be like, okay, well, these can help you close more sales. I've got, you know, even data of like, they've helped some clients like 15, 25% more sales during launches. And I can be like, you know, these can close more sales for you every day. You're not using them. You're missing out on getting new customers. So right. you sure you want to wait. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't know about you, Bobby, but like, I'm just like feeling waves of shame right now. For not <laughs> yeah, like me this. too. Like, like it's just like <laughs> under my skin crawling because we are so bad about even getting like simple testimonials. Like it's no. just, well, and we've talked about this before because it's, it is one of those things where it's like, we go, Oh man, we really should have a case study. And then we go, okay, well, what, what's involved with doing right. that? And then we look at it and go, okay, do you want to write it? No. Do I want to write it? No. <laughs> it like, <laughs> like nobody wants to write yeah, it. Like work um, involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, we, I mean, we've talked about that so many times and like our, even our testimonials on our sales page and everything, we have a ton of them, you know, but it's like, we could continually add more and more and more. And we just don't, it's just one of those weird things as a business right. owner that, you just kind of put off. So yes, I also feel that that shame. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't wasn't alone in that. So okay, so so where do we where do we start? Like somebody's you know, hey, I'm gonna do this. I want to do this. Especially, I, just as a little point to me, I'm thinking like if I were an early stage freelancer and I just had my first huge client win, right? That to me is like a no brainer time to do this because you yeah. have time. Yeah. Right. Like you have Don't time. Get so done now. Yeah, because it's so much harder when you've got the full client roster and <laughs> you're focused yeah. on service delivery and your lead gen machine, all that. So where do we start? How do we start doing this? Cool. Yeah. So starting with uh, case studies, you want to just introduce basically who the person is and you want to do it in a way that's going to connect with your audience. So that means, you know, just kind of the basic demographic and background information where if your audience is, you know, six figure like entrepreneurs that are making six figures with an information product business, you want to introduce them that way. 
you want to, you know, if it's a certain market you want to work for, you mentioned the market, basic stuff, and also diving into the problem that they faced. So the problem, whatever they were dealing with that they, you know, needed to fix They're oh, they're super busy. And then also twisting the knife a little bit of like, what's the, what's the consequences of that problem? It's like, oh, they're super busy. And now they have zero time to hang out with their family. Cause that's when you're really going to get people to be like, oh yeah, that's what's really going on. It's like, yeah, the surface level problem is super busy, but the, the deeper one is now I'm a crappy parent because I never get to see my kids. And that's what's really going <laughs> to resonate with people and get their attention. And, and also early on, you also want to show like the, the promise of what this could be. So, and that's basically just in the headline of taking someone, I, I call it the underdog headline where you show somebody who is in a, troubling situation and how and what they're in now so you can just quickly give them that promise of you know the busy entrepreneur who you know freed up 10 hours in her work week or something so there's the immediate promise of the benefit and then yeah just dive into the demographic background information so that people can see like oh this person is just like me and then the problem so they go oh that's the same problem i got and then twist the knife on the problem so they go god damn that's <laughs> this really is an issue and I need to fix it. <laughs> I love that underdog headline concept. Like that's like, I knew exactly what you were talking about. It's yeah. a great way to describe it. All right. Okay. So we've got the intro, the problem, you're kind of identifying that promise and, and the solution, you know, that what is it we're going to solve for this person with this problem in the headline. So then you're getting into, I'm, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong. The next step is, the case study like the, like the part where it's like this is the guy or the girl this is what they did this is how we helped them fulfill that promise so so like Not how do, oh nice okay <laughs> now we got a step before that so jump actually, again actually there's actually one other thing i want to put into the intro section this is a bit more advanced but like it makes it really good is sharing like specific low point moments like when was that rock bottom moment of like God damn, I gotta, I, I can't keep doing this. You know, like they're getting on the phone to tell their wife again they're gonna miss dinner or like whatever it is. Um, if you can share that, that's super powerful, sharing like actual moments. But to answer your question, after the introduction and the problem, then you go into the other ways that they tried to solve it because they're not mm -hmm. just going to you right away. They're, they're trying some other things, they're trying stuff by themselves. And this is awesome because this is when you really get to show what makes you different from everyone else. You get to show why all the free solutions suck. You get to show why, you know, the other people in your market, like, are, you know, they're, they're missing something. They're not really right. able to help people. Yeah. yeah, I can think of that just like in doing Facebook advertising and there's so many, um, <laughs> going back a few years, I remember when it was like everyone and their mom was running the the huge opportunity ads, we called it. And like the headline said huge opportunity for 10 women in such and such area. And then it was like, attention, Fort Worth women, we're looking for 10 ladies to join our blah, blah, blah program. Like, and it was the same copy. And we see this all the time where there's these guys that have these canned programs and people pay high ticket to them and they give them the same thing and they just use the same copy. And then you see it all across the market. And so that was always like a big thing when I was getting started where it was like, look, we're giving you something very custom. Like we're writing to your people instead of doing the same one that everybody else is doing. And it's going to be more effective because while your three competing, com competing gyms are all running the same offer, the same copy, the same kind of image, we're going to do a different offer. We're going to do unique copy and everybody's going to go to you just because you're not the same thing. 
So I, I love that pointing out other ways they tried to solve it and using that as a way to distinguish yourself. It makes total sense. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, either they already have that. And so either they, tr they tried that and they think you're the same, and this is a chance for you to say that you're different or you're actually saving them, but you can be teaching them about the, Oh, this is actually the way that the other people do that. And they're like, Oh, I haven't even looked into it enough that I don't even know that. So now you're, you're teaching them, you're actually helping them before you even start working together before they even get deeper mm -hmm. into the case study. So that's just immediately valuable where you're looking out for them. Yeah, I've got it. So I was looking through your case studies and I had, they kind of seemed to follow a little bit of, maybe not a formula necessarily, but like yeah, just in formula. the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so there, there's a lot of video involved with, with these as well. So like, can you talk about how adding the video in, like, do you have to have video testimonial or can you do it all with copy? Like, does it, you don't have to, you can you do know. it all with copy. I do video for two reasons. One, some people would rather watch video than read. So right. you're giving those people an opportunity. And the, the other big reason is there's just so much good information that I want that having video clips gives me a chance to tell those stories. Like I can just have a clip of the person sharing the story instead of like me writing it all up. And actually a third, I know I said two reasons, but there's actually three. And the third is actually just having that just adds extra proof. You know, you can read the case right. study and there's still a little bit of like, yeah, this is bullshit because everything on the <laughs> internet's bullshit. But when you actually have this person talking, it's, it adds that element of like, okay, this is, this is real. Do you think it's more effective to like, because I've seen this sometimes where it's like people will interview somebody live or they'll just have the person like talk in an interview, you know, or like talk to the camera. Like, is there one that you prefer? Like, do you think it's better to have like you and the client or just the client? Um, I think I don't have any data on which is better. I think they're both good. Um, I, I usually won't, it won't be me and the person talking. Right. So the way I do it, it'll just be Skype and just that person on camera. I've also done it where I help, where it's going to be like the guru and then interviewing the person that that can be good because people just want to like see the guru sometimes so that can yeah use views that way but i don't think there's a big difference in terms of if it's just the person or if it's the person and the guru talking together cool cool so what's next <laughs> ah so after the search then it's them finding you and getting into why they chose you over those other obstacles so this is great because a lot of times people you know they have a lot of fear your audience has fear and reservations about working with you and you can share like, yeah, the other person had those same fears and those same reservations and this is how they overcame them. And you can share like the specific, you know, what was the thought? Like what was, what happened in your life? Was it just realizing like you could borrow money from your mom to join the program? And you know, maybe that plants that seed of like, Oh, that's a possibility or just like how they thought about the problem differently that allowed them to join. And then that gives your audience a chance to like, Oh, maybe I need, maybe I'm thinking of this the wrong way. Maybe I am thinking of this as a cost and not an investment in myself or like whatever it is. That example kind of sucks, but it's that <laughs> general idea. Yeah. I think a good example of that one that like just comes to my mind just to kind of illustrate that point is you can show the fear that somebody had before taking that leap before you show how that leap worked out to them. I think one of the best examples from our Facebook side hustle course was, you know, one of our early students who was, he, he we talk about it on the, I think we talked about it on the sales page or he, he's got an interview on there, but like 
he was talking about how he was looking at the countdown timer before midnight on the last day. And he was like, I want to do this, but I'm scared to do it. And he literally just like covered his eyes and hit the button and then turned that into paying off like 20,000 plus in debt. And then like, you know, earning a, a living and being able to do it full time and all that kind of stuff. And having something like that, where that person is telling their story of why they made that decision and what they were going through. Like that, hopefully like that example, like illustrates the power of that, because I'm sure that there's probably even people on here that have maybe wanted to join our course or have joined our course. And they went through that exact same experience. Yeah. Um, and so that, or that, you know, or maybe they were thinking about it and then fear got in the way and they, they didn't. So, you know, stories and, and examples are just so much more powerful you know, especially like real, you know, real ones <laughs> than, you know, just explaining something like we can say all right, you know, all day, oh, it's going to be, oh, it's going right, to have yeah. this kind of return or blah, blah, blah. But man, there's just something about a story like yeah. that. You need that emotion and telling that story lets them see that they're not alone, that it's okay that they're scared and have reservations. You know, that's, that's part of the journey. Yep. So we got that. So let me just clarify that. It's why they jumped on and how they found you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll okay. do how they found you for context. That's not always super important, but usually okay. but going into, yeah, why they chose you. And, you know, if you can share that moment of making a decision, like the example you just shared, I would absolutely include something like that. Okay. And then where do we transition from there? And then you go with to what it was like to use the program. So how, or, you know, whatever it is. So what it was like to start and the the real, this is like the real meat of the case study. And what I like to do here is teach two or three lessons that were really big turning points. Um, Things that the person used or the techniques and strategies they got from the program and, and really making this valuable and also ideally like addressing some of like the concerns that they had like oh you know I joined this course and I was afraid of being salesy and then I learned that using this marketing strategy I actually didn't have to sell at all like stuff like that and then actually teaching them a little bit about what that strategy is enough that it's like oh like they can see themselves using it and and even they might get learn enough of the strategy that they can start using pieces of it themselves. Cause this, yeah. this is the big point that nobody freaking does in their case studies. They don't make them useful. They don't teach anything. It's just look how great this person is. And then it becomes fluffy marketing. But if you're actually teaching lessons yeah. in your case studies, it becomes a valuable, becomes a valuable piece of content in addition to selling, like being a piece of copy that can sell them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a huge, huge point. Cause I know like every time it always cracks me up because even my perception of a case study is just like, you're telling the story and not it being a value thing. Cause I always like, when I see people that are using case studies as lead magnets, I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like that's my, you know, and, and I've really built my list building and anytime somebody tells me they want to use a case study or, you know, a, a longer, you know, they might be referring to a long testimonial as a case study. And I'm just like, yeah, let's do something that's actually going to help the person. Like that's my default. Like that's how I've viewed yeah. it for so long. So I like pointing that out and that you mentioned the lessons because then it does become valuable yeah. because then it's not just like, 
we're going to tell you how this person did it, but we're also going to share the three biggest keys to them making and, you know, being successful. Um, exactly. And even in the copy on the landing page, if you're actually trying to get an opt-in for that, you know, when you are using it as a lead magnet, which you don't have to, you can put on websites and stuff like you've done. But if you are using that as a lead magnet, it probably actually going to get a good conversion rate instead of the normal crappy conversion rates I've seen from people trying to use. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's interesting is, as I've looked through your stuff, like it's not, it, it's, it feels a lot different than a sales page in terms of the objection part of it. Because like, if you look at our sales page, it's just like objection, 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 and we handle objections, but it seems like you're doing it a little bit more like almost incognito, like you're doing it in the copy, but not necessarily like in the, the header tags or, or something like that. So like, is there a formula that you kind of use for handling objections or like, do you gather the objections before you start like you would a sales page and then kind of address them throughout? I, I get the objections through the interview Okay. or, or yeah. some if I just know the market or audience or whatever, and I just know other key objections to hit. Um, but yeah, I, you can pretty much get it all through the interview and I'm definitely aware of calling them out and seeing how I can, I mean, this is like less of a formula. It's more of like seeing kind of where it fits. Right. Um, I know one thing I love to do is you, I'll, I'll use their quotes of the objections in like little crossheads. So it'll be something like, you know, I was afraid of sounding salesy and that will be a crosshead. And then the story will kind of like right. the paragraph under that will be how they overcame that fear. Yeah, that's good. Got it. Got it. I think this is too, just really quick before we go into the next step. Like if y'all are listening to this, Brian's got, a great ebook and it's called case studies that close sales. It's on the homepage. You just go to marketingwithbrian.com and you can opt in and you can grab it. And you were telling us like before this, like you've literally put the entire thing written out. Like it's yeah. your whole system. So even, you know, if you're one of those people and you're listening to this and you've got money to burn and, and want a good ROI, you might go, Hey, I'm going to hit Brian up and have him do this for me. Way to go dog. Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Normally my kids are just like plowing into the middle of the interview. So a little dog shake here and there. We're going to leave that in. It makes me feel a little, a little less like I'm the only embarrassing one of this duo. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, if, if you're not like to that point where you just want to bring people in, like it's all there, right? Like yeah. that's, you know, so you can grab that ebook and you can go through it and take that and this resource and start building this on your own. Cause even something, you know, amateur is going to be better than nothing. Oh, absolutely. Something is so, oh yeah. Just getting something out there is miles ahead of a lot of other people who are just waiting. (laughs) Puts you miles ahead of us, right? Yeah. You're talking, (laughs) you might as well just said. I was thinking that as a a thing, so I'm like, oh, you're going to sound like an asshole. God damn it. (laughs) No, it's all good. (laughs) It's the truth. It is what it is. So, okay. So what is the next, what is the next step? Uh, cool. Yeah. So after, um, and, oh, and another part of the lessons can be actually sharing how they struggled. Like if, if they almost, almost gave up using your product or service, like share that. Cause that just makes it more real and how they, yeah. struggle. um, that's a, that's a great one. And like, I'm just, I'm sorry to keep interjecting like examples. I'm not trying to like show off our stuff. I just think it's good to help illustrate this. Um, cat, in our program, we've talked about on the show before, and she she was the first person in our course to make the 5K club, we're earning $5,000 per month recurring. Um, and she went through, posted in the group, she was struggling, like hadn't landed any clients, was like really frustrated. And everybody like 
gave her this big pick me up and was posting gifts and hugs and all this kind of stuff. And she like felt better. And then the next week she landed her first client. And two days after that, she landed another client. And then the following week, she landed like a $4,000 per month client or something like that. And so she had gone, so that's like just a perfect example of like gone through struggles, was about to give up one last shot, you know, threw out a lifeline to the community. They made her feel better. And then it just exploded, you know? And, and so I think, you know, that's the kind of stuff you're looking for in this situation. If you're listening to this, you know, like, what, what is that? What is that in my business? What does that look like? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's an awesome example, and look look what happens. It helps you illustrate the value of your community. It shows that this isn't. It makes your case study not feel like bullshit. Cause it's not just. And then everything was rainbow and fucking bunnies because right. people are like tuning that out immediately. And another thing that I've learned from doing these is people are just afraid of failing. They see these perfect stories and they're like, I can't get it perfect like they did. So when you show other people making mistakes, it's like, Oh, I don't, I don't have to just like come out guns blazing and crush it. Like I can fuck up. Sweet. And they feel like, yeah, it's so true. And we, we get that all the time where, you know, people are like, I've seen what Bobby's done with his blog or Mike, I've seen what you've done with your agency or whatever. And I'm just like, I want to get there, but like, I can't see myself doing it. I'm like, well, what do you think? Where do you think I was six years ago, yeah. five years ago, whatever it is. Like I was like in your shoes looking at all these other people and couldn't get my, my shit together. Like <laughs> we've right. all been there, yeah. you know? So, okay, cool. Onward. What's and, next? Yeah. Next point. Uh, so then you go into the climax. Like what was the big moment of, you know, the big, res- a big result that they got a big, like moment where they're like, Oh my gosh, it's actually working this, you know, they basically like got, the goal or achieve what they wanted to achieve and really sharing that moment. And then I like to really include two things for this section. I mean, the section is basically sharing results. And so you want to share the external results like, Oh, I make more money. I save 30 hours a week, whatever it is, like the actual tangible data and then actually sharing what that means to the person. You know, now I'm able to be with my son every morning and play catch as we wait for the bus to show up as opposed to rushing out the door and barely even saying hi to him in the morning, like stuff like that really grounds it and circles back into that problem and the deeper problem. And now you're showing like how that was solved and what life is looking like and feeling like now. Yeah. I really like that concept of like sharing, not just the like, Hey, they made this much money. They got this many new customers. They achieved whatever, but like focusing on the, like, how did that, how did that make you feel? Yeah. Well, how are you, how are you feeling now? What's different about why, your why life? did that matter? What's important yeah. about it? Yeah. It's, it's huge. And I think just like, and that stuff, like that's the stuff that really, that really matters like it, to me. And like, that's the stuff that moves the needle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, well, and it's like, that's what sets like good copywriters apart from not good copywriters because exactly. they don't, they don't focus on like the human element part of it. Yeah. Like they miss that to go salesy instead. So I think it's, I think it's smart. The results of the results. That's what matters. Yeah, for sure. So what do you do after, after the climax? What's the, so after the climax, then, then I'll go into more of their new life of, so the climax is kind of like the okay. big moment, the big like data points. And then it's like, okay, now, you know, what's life look like now? And that's just a more general, that can be a bit more general. And then also going into what's next for them. You know, not that they're at this level. What are they, what are they hoping to accomplish that, you know, before they even join your program seemed impossible. So you're just showing them at this, showing what this new life can really look and feel like. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like looking through, um, I'm looking through this as you're talking through it and it's like, 
this is a this is a great formula. I mean, like it, especially like what it goes to next, where it talks about like why the person recommends whatever product or whatever service, and and like man, it's just so well thought out. But it's like very simple too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I basically stole the hero's journey formula that like is behind Lord of the Rings and all that other stuff. It and- works. It's behind everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Proven through the ages. Yeah. And guys, if you're wondering, like Bobby's like, I'm looking at this. You want to know if you go to marketingwithbrian.com and you click folio, there's just like a fat pile of case studies, like examples. Yeah. And you can just click one and you could like go through and like identify, you can read through them and identify each of those steps. So, so what's, what's left? Is there any, like, how, how do you do that transition from like, here's what they did and you could be next. Great question. I pretty much say that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just do a little recap of like, you know, using the program, they were able to, you know, overcome this thing and get this result. And if you wanted to, you know, you can join this course. There's all these people who are in it who will support you. And I'll just like show a screenshot of the community if it's that kind of thing. Yeah. And basically just, it's just basically a recap. And then, uh, you know, if you're interested, you know, click this link or fill out this form or whatever it is. Sweet. I won't, I won't go too hard. Yeah. I won't go yeah. too hard generally because, um, at least, well, mostly because the clients I've worked for, they just, they really don't like the hard deadline stuff. And a lot of them it's like, you know, for evergreen products. So it's just like, you know, right. you just keep, if you keep seeing stories like this, you're going to buy eventually. So we're not, that's, we're not, okay, that's, you have to join now. Or the never. brilliant part about this. And it's like super simple too, though. Like when you get to the end of these case studies, there's just more case studies and it puts people in this continual loop. Yep. Like I've been looking through the same sales page or the same case study and just clicking through to other people. And I've been on this, this page for like, I don't know, 20 minutes now. Like I want to buy this course that I don't even need to take right now because I'm like, <laughs> Are man, you this, become this, a bookkeeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's crazy. It's like you get to the end of it and it's like, okay, cool. Here's, here's 20 more people, you know, and obviously people that are like just starting out in like a freelance business aren't going to have this from the beginning, yeah. but it's like, you just continue to add these things and layer it. And it just keeps looping people back through the sales process over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. People are spending a lot of time on these. I mean, it's just, uh, it, I'm, I'm imagining it. It just like warms people up the entire time that they're looking at this. It's pretty crazy, actually. It's pretty crazy like how simple this is, but awesome. So we're well going to get sir. off this damn podcast and Bobby's going to send me a voice message and he's going to be like, hey man, we got to stop everything we're doing <laughs> and make a case study. <laughs> I mean, it looks nope, like yep, it no comment. Good. It's it's coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so okay, so we this is great. I I do have one question. If you've got anything you want to you want to close with, you know, more than welcome. But I guess to me, you mentioned like you've seen a consistent like 15, 25 percent, whatever it was, increase sure. in sales. So how is this being woven into? a launch or a sales page like is it is it connected to the sales page in some way or is it just like you know when we do our launches it's emails to the sales page chris wrote um you know would maybe we shake it up with one of them is like we start to tell the story and throw into the case study and then the case study links to the sales page like how do you weave that in to a sales process specifically a launch or sales page yeah exactly that you're what you said last for that point is the email that starts to describe the story and then sends okay. them to the case study and yeah, I mean, and you can even milk those and do like a different case study every day for a week or two weeks and yeah, just, yeah. just get the most mileage out of that stuff. So yeah, that's, that's the main use with launches. And then other times if like, it can also just be used for engagement um, or an, another thing that's been really helpful is people will get on the phone 
if, if it's like a high ticket thing, especially, mm -hmm. and if the person ends and like, yeah, well, I'm not sure, then he'll hang up the phone and then send a case study of like, hey, here's what I did for someone in your exact situation. And that's been really helpful in closing sales. Like in a launch process, would you have it, let's say when like card is open and, and you're sending it in an email there, or would you use it more as a tool to kind of start warming people up prior, like pre-launch? Both. Um, I've, oh, I've, okay. <laughs> we've done them like before, before the, you know, we do, I do a lot of work with like product launch formula stuff. So we'll send case studies right. out before the PLC videos come out. Just, yeah, exactly. To warm people up and uh, show them what can happen. And then we'll also use them during sales week, you know, before cart closes. Same one or different? Ideally different. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, the more, if, if you're just showing different stories all the time, it just becomes like, well, God damn. Even more powerful. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby, you got anything before I, I hit him with the closing question? Oh, man. No, I like this. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Uh, so... Okay. So here's my, my, this is like my go-to closing question. This is, this is your moment to shine, Brian. All right? all right. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm learning. Cause I don't know about all this kind of stuff. What questions am I not asking? Like, what do I need? What is it that I need to know that I'm not asking because I'm just not, not perceptive and intelligent enough to know to ask the question. I mean, whatever you're not asking is literally in my book. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> That's a great write. answer. That's a great answer because <laughs> I was so like, Mike, good. that is the hardest question ever. Why would you ask somebody that live? And then, yeah, great answer. So great. Well done, sir. That well, was good. I mean, I bring that up because when I was first asked to do case studies, like I've been running copy for two years or whatever, but I was mm -hmm. just like, how do you do like specifically case studies? And I had a really hard time figuring that out. And then I've been doing them for the past two years and uh, I just literally put everything I'd learned in that book. So it was just the exact book that I wish I had. And on that note, go to marketingwithbrian.com and right there on the header, you're going to see his book. You're going to be able to download it. It's free. free. I haven't read it yet, but I'm like really anxious now. So, you know, this is the taste. This is your taste, your appetizer. You can go there. Case studies that close sales, man, even the title's good copy guys. Like go check it out, get on the list is there anything else like, you know, anywhere else? I mean, we've, we've talked about your website a couple of times. Is there anything else that you would say, Hey, you know, go check this out. I've got this thing other than the book. I mean, we already got it with the book. So yeah, no, it's pretty much website and book is the only place I exist online. So awesome. <laughs> about it. Well, man, I appreciate it. This was awesome. This was a fun episode. This is uh, uh, one of the, I think going to be a fan favorite. I know this is one of my favorite to record. I think this was just fun. So thank you so much for coming on, man. And, and yeah. we'll definitely have to do it again sometime. Cool. I'd love to. This is fantastic. Thank you guys. You're welcome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Make sure you subscribe wherever you subscribe because we're all over the dang place. You just pick a place that you listen to podcasts, you hit that button, and then all of our delicious episodes are going to be delivered to your ears while you're on your commute or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. I like to do it while I'm doing the dishes. So, you know, whatever you're into, you can listen to it there. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.